0: Do you want to kick off, or shall I?
1: No, I don't want to at all. You do it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to at all. I, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not interested in this at all.
0: <laughs> do you ever want uh, to? Shall I just always do it? So is it is no, it, is no. It worth sometimes having? I want to. Oh, sometimes you sometimes want to. Sometimes I want to.
1: Okay. Um, I just. Uh, I need to know what episode it is, and I need. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to fumble it.
0: I, I can just provide you with that information, you know. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: Go on then, go on, what, what episode is it? Uh, you don't have
0: to, it's no, 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 48 no, i 48 going to do it now yeah. 48. All right. All right. Go on. Let's do it Okay, while we wait to hear Tibbs' amazing intro let me welcome you to our almost entirely non-Christmassy Christmas special in which we play Voodoo Vince in the Book Club review Sonic Frontiers and my poor vote counting abilities completely mess up the 5th Annual up Awards
1: of the Pod em Up podcast, gaming podcast. Mm. Um I'm Tips.
0: I'm Ollie. That was a perfect intro. Well done. I know. Uh, yeah. He wasn't he, he wasn't happy about doing it, uh, but I managed to convince him, uh, listeners. So uh, there you go. You got, I you got I will grip. not
1: be accused of not pulling my weight on this podcast. <laughs> so that intro that, that's that's that's, that's why they pay me the big bucks, yeah.
0: Yes, we are the Pod em Up podcast. Um, yeah, today we're doing Voodoo Vince in the book club
1: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a patch show It is a patch show because also It's a show, like a big tub of gumbo A
0: big, t- big tub of gumbo We've got uh, the 5th Annual Bottom Up Awards For it I is know. the final episode of the year <laughs> And that's what we do in the final episode of the year We go back and look at the games we played And we pick the best, the best of the best So, um, before we do all that, Tibbs What have you been playing in the last month and a half, I think, or so?
1: Um I'm not sure. Um uh. I'm not I'm I'm very ill prepared for this, I have to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> um I know I've been playing something. You must have been playing something surely. I I I've I've put a lot of hours into uh Tetris as I used to. I got the old Tetris bug back. Mm. Um what I completed something. What did I complete? Hang on. Hang on. I'll get to the bottom of this. I will get to the bottom of this. Uh duh, duh, duh. What I'm going to do is I'm uh, just going to click here on my cover for me while I'm
0: doing this. do doo covering. This is the covering song. Yeah. yeah, covering. We're doing some covering. Cover, cover, cover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm just looking at what I've recently played on Steam so I can tell you exactly what it is. Okay. Um, but obviously I've been playing a bit of video um, events. Yeah. I've put in tons of hours into Tetris. Um, what is it that I've been playing other than that. And that is the question. And you may think, oh, you'll just fill in for time here. No. Oh, that was it. Klonoa. Oh, okay. I, oh, the, the, new, the new thing. The, um, the remastered yeah. thing they did. Yeah. Yes, I played a yeah, demo been...
0: of it on Switch. Um, I, I liked it. It's good. How'd, yes. how'd you go
1: on? Uh, I I really liked it. I've almost completed the first game again. Mm. Um I've I've not gone through I've not started uh Klonoa 2 yet. Um I just I'm literally on the last the you know the um final fight with Gadius. Yeah. Um I didn't I hate that. I hate that last level. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, we did it in the book club a long time ago, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, and I, I got to that boss, but I didn't complete it, and I did use a lot of save states because obviously we did the original PlayStation version. Um, yeah, it gets it gets really hard that game. That does. It,
1: it, it? gets so hard on yeah. the, the the platforming on the last the last area where you got to jump on the little you know they have got platforms that disappear yeah. and oh. Oh,
0: it. have they done much to sort of ease the difficulty in the new no. version they haven't done anything because <laughs> <All right>. no. <laughs> Not i've noticed because i was thinking of getting that because i thought they might have done i'm sure i read somewhere. Did, did you get infinite lives or something
1: no. You don't? Oh, right. Okay. No. Well, I I, I, um, I can't remember, because it's, it's a while since I played the original um, on the PlayStation, um, yeah. I can't remember how it worked on there, but it's kind of like a Mario effect um, on this one, where you, you, if you run out of lives on a level, it just kicks you back to the... Um, to the World map with mm. three lives, and then you can start again with three lives, so what I've ended up doing is just going back and replaying the first level again, just to f- farm lives oh
0: yeah, one of those farming live things yeah
1: yeah, mm. and then you know once I build up a nice little <laughs> Stash. a little basket yes, yes. Uh, off, off I go to, to throw more down the pan um, mm. I've also been playing a bit of uh, spark, the electric jester, one and two.
0: Oh right, yes, yeah um, I've never played one, I've played a bit of two.
1: One is is it's pretty good. Well, I mean, consider it's made by one bloke. It's yeah, very, very good. Oh
0: yeah, I don't know how he does it. He's like no. a machine. He's done two Sonic fan games, and those he's done three Spark games now, isn't he? There's a third one. Yeah, and and that's within the space of about ten years or so. I don't know, ten fifteen years.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's really good. There's some really frustrating platforming bits towards the end of the first game. Um, it's it gets a little bit. A little bit frustrating, mm. but uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing achievement for what it is. I just started playing um, *Spark the Electric Jester 2*, which is more of a, a 3D platformer. Yeah. Um, and again, it, considering it's just one guy doing it on his own, it's really impressive. It's I, really, I'm really convinced
0: good. he's managed the art of like self-duplication, and he's got like l- like ten copies of himself just working yes. away. Yes. <laughs> must have. That's yes. the only way. That's the only way. I don't, I don't know well,
1: it it. outside of the show, um, you helped me out with a bit of um, game-making. I did, stuff. yes. I've been, I've been trying to learn game maker. Yeah, how's that going? Well, I'll save that for another time. <laughs> okay. But, you know, uh, you saw the pig's here. I was making of just trying to get a little asteroid thing going. <laughs> it's
0: tough. It's not easy, game development. It is, it's It's not. a tough cookie, yeah.
1: It really is, yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, oh, that was it. That's the other game I played. I don't know if I can't remember if I started this after our last show or if I mentioned it at all. Um, inscription. Did mm, I mention no,
0: that? No, I don't think so. I don't know what that is.
1: Really, it's not the kind of game I would usually go for at all. It's um like a card game, no. um like a trading, almost like a trading card game. Mm. The premise is, um, well, actually, I won't. I won't go into the full premise because it's it's got some really interesting twists and turns. And as the story, it's got a whole story behind it, but there's a certain bit you get to, and it just pulls the rug out from under you. Like Everything you've, you've learned about the game up to that point, hmm. and what you think the game is, suddenly just completely changes. And it, it's, it's really interesting. But as you start the game, the, the premise as you understand it going into it, is that you've woken up in a cabin uh, that you're locked in... And there's an old hermit who sat across the table from you, and you have to play the card game with him or you die. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the cards uh, are alive. They've got, it's like animal cards, Then they're, they're all like they've got a badger and a stoat and a, a, a pigeon or something. But one of them starts speaking to you, and you. you you've basically got a grid on the table, you put your card down, he puts a card down, you put a card down, he puts a card down, and the cards have specific values, like an attack value and a defence value, mm. and you have to basically try and outsmart him and, and win the game, basically. Um, and there's various boss fights and stuff you go through, and like I say, I'm not usually one for card games. No, um, me neither. No. It just doesn't...
0: I don't know why, if I tried one, I might I might like it, but there's just something unappealing about it. Yeah, I? it's I just something that's I just definitely... want more stuff. I don't want. I don't want the cards. I want some stuff going on. It's yeah. just it's just something as shallow as that. I think, but yeah.
1: But I would. I. I re- it really got its claws into me, okay. and I. I got to what I thought was the end. I thought this is the final boss. This is where the story's been leading up to. Mm. Got to beat this guy, and then that. That's it. That'll be a really good game. I, I enjoyed that. I'll recommend that beat the boss and then every, everything went mental <laughs> and i just it's it just yeah i i i don't want to say any No more no yeah no spo- to no, spoil it yes. i would say if it's piqued anyone's interest absolutely do not read anything about it don't look it up don't yeah. just get it on steam get it on playstation it's on it's on everything yeah. but don't read anything about it it's so easy to be spoiled on 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 what's on what the twist is, so ugh, mm, don't. That sounds really interesting. It's really, it's really interesting. What's well, so call it called again? It's an inscription, did you say? Inscription. Okay. Yeah. Might have a look at I it. might. I, I've I've shortlisted that for a potential pick for next mm. next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next season. Next season. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um I think that sums up what I've been playing.
0: Okay. You know what I've been playing, don't you?
1: Oh yeah, you've been playing um.
0: That that that, that, thing,
1: that thing with the hedgehog,
0: that new hedgehog thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic Frontiers have been playing. Yeah, how is it? That's great. I loved it. I really loved it. It was really good. Um, I was
1: I, I got to say I was very sceptical before it came out. Yeah, haven't played it, but I I was really pleased to see all the good press it's been getting and all the good reviews it's been getting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I honestly thought it would just get... some people would get it, some people wouldn't, and it would just, you know, not quite meet expectations. But it looks like a, a lot of people are happy with it and that's great. I mean, Sonic works so well in an open world, really. I thought he might. I always thought he might, but it just... The, the gameplay loop that they've created with, with the things you have to do in those open worlds work really well. They sort of suck you in. The worlds themselves are great. You just, you just kind of run and explore. There's so many things to find around every corner. Lovely music playing in the background while you do so. Like quite gentle and relaxing. Um, yeah, the cyberspace stages are a bit of a letdown for me. But yeah,
1: that, uh, the criticisms that ha- that I have read have all centered around the, the cyberspace stage. They
0: just—I me. mean, it—it it doesn't matter because I just love the core cool gameplay so much that it just doesn't really bother me. I think that's generally the, the view a lot of people have as well. But mm. yeah, they're—they're they're pretty. They—they just—I read one review and they said these stages scream backup plan because yeah. it's just it, this—it literally is only those four themes that they showed off initially. That's it. That's the only themes you get in like thirty stages. So this Green Hill, Chemical Plant, Sky Sanctuary and that original city level. And it's just, it gets a bit tedious.
1: I can't remember, I I can't remember the details because like, as I said, I've not played it yet. So I'm only going by what other people have said. But um, like the level layouts are the same as in previous games.
0: Some of them, not all, I think some are original um, unless I just didn't identify those. But yeah, uh, I would say about half of them come from... It's only really three games that I noticed. Sonic Adventure Two, Sonic Unleashed, and Sonic Generations. Um, for some reason, um, there, there's a storyline reason for that, but it is quite thin, and you didn't really. I think it's just a cover, just to <laughs> say. It. Yeah. it feels like Sonic Team literally just pulled out whatever they had in the cupboard and say, "Right, these these are stages, these are do, these will do." They do feel very last minute, but I I always wonder about that because the the first news we heard about this game was a, couple, a good couple of years ago when when people revealed that they were doing play tests for this sort of open world sonic game and even there they mentioned that you could go in these cyberspace stages and they act like normal stages so these have been kicking around for a long time yet yeah. they feel very sort of last minute rushed uh, like they got a bit nervous that this wasn't like a normal sonic sonic game so they just chuck these levels in
1: well, that's the impression I got when I was reading about it because mm. it's, it was either something I read or something on YouTube where they were saying um, the stages where um, the boost stages in previous games you get the bits where you you know tap the left or the right bumper to sort of shift left or right. Um, do you know the bits I mean? Yeah. You, so yeah, yeah, You're running along and you like shift to yes. avoid something. Yeah. Um, apparently, the way it works you, on with the Sonic Frontiers engine it's a bit misaligned compared to the old ones so when you when you've got bits on the uh, cyberspace stages, where you would usually press the left and right bumpers to sort of shift left and right, mm. but it's slightly misaligned, so you end up just banging into things or going off the edge of things because it's it's like they've copied and pasted the level but not uh, not adapted it to work with the new sort of mechanics and physics of the of Sonic Frontiers. Possibly. Is that come
0: across? Possibly, yeah. Um, I did find that although the physics are different to the open world, the physics in the open world are really good. They're the best three D Sonic physics ever, I think in my opinion. And that's just the default settings. I didn't you can tweak them to your heart's content to if you don't like them, but I thought the default worked great really well. But they're a bit different in the cyberspace. They don't feel right. Like 2D don't feel like you're going fast enough. And the 3D one, if you need to stop and jump and try and get something like one of the red star rings. I found it really hard to just stop and just jump and try and get it. It wasn't didn't feel right. Um so they do feel a bit undercooked. And just a bit sort of Boring, you know. Uh, the level, the lo- The layouts are okay. They're a step up from forces, but and I don't like the music either. Really. Well, I mean, it's okay. A lot of people do, um, and it's okay to listen to it separately as pieces of music but i just want a catchy nice catchy melody you know nice catchy tunes I, they, they yeah. would improve it a lot it makes you because re- um i was watching a youtube video where people put the original music for the stages that they you know for the appropriate stages that they've copied uh, yeah. the lay- layout wise and it's, it just works so much better because it's just it makes you realize how important the music is to part of those stages which we mm. talked about in, in our sonic music episode um but as i say it doesn't really matter because the rest of the game is brilliant
1: so, do you think? Because I, I, th- I don't know who it was. I can't remember who it was who said this on Sonic Team. But this is basically the the future of Sonic for the next mm. however many years. Ten years or so. Um, he said. Ten years yeah. or so. Um, uh, do you think that's? Do you think there's enough there to to flesh out for the, over the next ten years? Definitely. Yeah, it is oh, good, cool. but
0: I think it, it can still be improved. Um, what I was thinking about this. What I'd like to see is more an open world where the level, it's got like linear levels that are kind of integrated into the open world. So you'll you'll be able to roam around freely, but you go, you start a level, and then it's kind of like a set path through that open world, and you can just kind of go through it like that. And then just, yeah. that's how, I, I think I'd like to see something like that um, as a sort of evolution of this idea where they, they've they got an open world, but they want to keep this foot in the boost stages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really good. the 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 story and the the dialogue and the, everything else is is really a big step up as well.
1: I've heard Amy's in there as well, isn't she? Yeah. I've I've heard that Amy's quite a, a, well done in this. You want a bit of a highlight of the, the I'm, story. I'm much say, better or... than she
0: normally is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it, the the reason is it's it's been penned by Ian Flynn, who does all the uh, current Sonic IDW comics. Oh, cool. He did the Sonic's Encyclopedia last year, which is a very good book. He's kind of like the Sonic lore guru now. They, mm. he's kind of the go-to guy. He's kind of been in the background, kind of piecing things together that haven't made sense before, and he's done a great job here. There's, there's like, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's a lot of, you know, linking back to particular things that have that, that need answering in the past, certain origins for certain aspects of the Sonic universe. Really interesting if you're into that. Okay. Um and it's just a, a really good mystery that sort of unravels as you go through sort of great dialogue between the characters and things like that so it's um it's a huge step up in that regard, so I'm hoping that will continue into future sonic games as well yeah yeah and i <laughs> we talked about this when we when we were doing the um your uh get when I was helping you with your game thing but the, yeah. i I was surprised how much i like the the bullet hell little mini game oh, yeah it's are... like
1: bullet hell boss battles and things isn't there? it's okay.
0: like a hacking mini game. But it's also in the final boss... Well, I don't want to... maybe a bit spoilerish, but not. It's part of the final boss, but only in hard mode. If you have after your difficulty set to hard, you get the, you get this really quite tough bullet hell part of this the final boss, which you, It's
1: kind of like a uh, Ikaruga style, and every switch colors. It's
0: very Ikaruga. You've got uh, mm-hmm. your left and right bumpers are the white and black bullets, and while you're firing white and black, any white and black that hits you, you're you're protected by. Into that color, I think I, th- I was thinking of c- that combined with Undertale. Maybe I always thought I hated like Bullet Hells, but maybe I like them. <laughs> maybe I should look, look into them more. And interestingly, earlier this week I played Ikaruga to see how similar it was, um, and I actually preferred the Sonic Frontiers uh, model because in Ikaruga you have to, a separate button to switch and then a separate button to fire, and it's just yeah. it doesn't feel as fluid somehow so
1: it's hard as nails
0: it is though, hard it? as nails yeah i didn't like it as much um <laughs> i'd like a whole bullet hell that's just exactly like this sonic frontiers version i think that'd be really cool um but yeah i've when you're in the open world like the the things you have to do there's like there's certain sequences so you've got um the bosses hanging around you've got to beat those to get these gear things you've got to put the gears in the portals to go to the cyberspace levels and from depending on how how many sort of missions you do in the cyberspace levels you get keys and the keys unlock the chaos emerald vaults and you need the emeralds to turn into supersonic to fight the big boss titan there's one of those in each of the five islands or four of the islands and then you've also got to collect these memory tokens to give to the character who is sort of trapped in in the island you can talk to them but they're in, trapped in cyberspace so you need to give them these uh, memory tokens to progress the story and to, to do cutscenes and things and that's where those sort of odd little sonic bits spread out across the, the open world levels like these random grind rails and things that you've yeah. seen them that's what they're for you go to get the memory tokens from them and there's loads and loads of those and they are they look silly but it really is a game that you have to play to get, get what they're going with it because when you're, when you're there you'll just constantly want to get distracted and go on these little things and there's just so much to explore just the whole process is really you know engrossing the bosses are are really quite good and varied i really liked how some of them incorporate Sonicy things like grinding and that sort of air dive he does really quite clever uh the the move set is the you know the skill tree thing that you get that's quite good as well because some bosses you'll have to use different strategies uh, different moves to take them down there's just loads there and it's really good yeah, um, took me about a full twenty-four hours to get through it, and that was with a, b- a fair bit of wandering around and taking my time. People have done it in like fifteen hours or so, which is a fair bit less than what they were going for with the thirty hours. But and there isn't a lot to do afterwards when you've finished it. But there is loads of free DLC coming next year, which I'm looking forward to. It looks oh, it looks really cool. good. Yeah, like whole stories, and I think you're going to be able to play as Amy Tails and Knuckles as well.
2: Oh right, oh, so it's good. it's not.
0: I was expecting it. There's going to be silly hats and shoes. Yeah, things, so. <laughs> yeah. You know it looks like there's actual content coming and like oh, extra good. things to do after you've completed it so i'm really looking forward to that well i i think i'm going to need to get a new graphics card though because um i had to turn the settings almost completely down to get it running at 60 frames per second it still looked pretty really good mean. but even then when i go to any sort of foliage area it kind of drops and you know it gets really difficult so and then i possibly made the mistake of looking after i completed it look at digital foundries Video on the different versions and how they play, and just like seeing the PS5 and the Series X do all that flawlessly just made me think. Oh, and then I played played it uh, a bit after that, and thought, oh, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as that. I really need a new graphics card. Oh. <laughs> I was perfectly uh, fine with it before, but
1: <laughs> I didn't watch that. I didn't watch their video. So how did, how did it perform on it performs on really, really, PS4
0: uh, on PS4? It's okay. It's a thirty. It's locked at thirty frames per second. I think. Um, with some toned down graphics, but it generally runs okay. Uh, The Switch is, as you would expect, the worst one. But even that runs quite smoothly, with a lot of things turned down, and like the draw distance and things like that. The draw distance was a common uh, complaint in in all the versions, actually. Things do pop in uh, quite a lot, which is uh, a bit annoying, but you do kind of just get used to it. Yeah. I'd highly recommend it though, um, if you yeah, if you yeah. can catch it when it's a bit cheap. Um, I
1: was going to say I think I'm going to have to wait just for a, a bit of a sale on it. Mm. I think. But, I uh, think
0: you'll get more in, get more into it than you think you will because mm. it's you know. People weren't sure where they showed those first videos. and
1: I really wasn't sure. It, I, I just saw it looked like a Unreal Tech demo with, that someone's doing. It looked like one of those games where you just... On YouTube, you'll get someone just doing a mock-up of... Yeah. You know, uh, whatever franchise... Unreal in Unreal Engine, and it's just like a stock landscape, and they've just imported a character model and just run it round a bit. I thought it looked like that, so Mm. I was very sceptical. But like I said, I was so, I was very pleased to see all the good reviews coming out and all the good things being said about it. So
0: it's definitely worth a try, even if you still have that view. It's worth a try and giving it and seeing the point of it, because Mm. although those things are true, that you know there there are criticisms you could level it, and uh, you'll find that as you get engrossed into it, it doesn't really matter.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, no game's perfect. No, things like things are quite like popping. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it's just because we grew up on, you know, the original PlayStation and <laughs> yeah, things exactly. before. You know, popping do not bother me at all. No, really. not me.
0: <laughs> me neither, really. No, it was fine. Yeah, But, yeah, highly recommend it. Anyone, certainly anyone who's a Sonic fan should check it out. Even people who aren't particularly Sonic fans. You know, there's, it's a really interesting open world, take on an open world game. It's not really like anything else I've seen before because... There's just something about how in nor- normally in an open world game, you know, you'll if you sit down for an hour's session, you'll go to go and fight a boss, go down to a village, do some some trading in a shop, and then just go off somewhere else, and that's your hour done. But in Sonic, you can do the equivalent of all of those things in like a few minutes, and it's just it's that sort of gameplay loop that keeps you going, just oh, I'll, I'll just do this, I'll just do this, I'll just do this, and because he moves so fast through everything, these huge landscapes, and you just it's really nice to just run through and just find stuff, and it's, it's great. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, it's on my wish list on Steam. Yeah. Um Given that what you've said about needing a new graphics card, I don't know how well the Steam Deck will kick with I think it, but... <laughs> I
0: did hear the Steam Deck. You do have to turn a few settings down. It doesn't work yeah, perfectly, but I should think it'll, it'll handle it all right.
1: I was going to say, it should be playable, even if it's like a, oh, yeah. know, a lower resolution. Oh,
0: yeah. It's per- it looks perfectly fine, to be honest, if you've turned everything down, but it just looks lovely when you turn everything up, so... Mm. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things to talk about. I did um, pick up the Mega Drive Mini 2 actually.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah,
0: I, I was tempted because um, it's it, that's my Mega Drive, you know, that's the one I had as a kid. Yeah. And it is a lovely little thing. Um, it's really nicely made and I just, 70% of me want, just wanted it to sit on the shelf. 30% of me was uh, assuming that it would be hacked within like a day and I could put whatever I want on it anyway. That doesn't seem to have happened yet.
1: No, I remember reading something where they there was suspicion it would be a lot harder to hack than than previously as if you know Sega've gone out of their way to make it a bit more difficult.
0: Yeah. That seems to be the case because I can't seem to find anything about anyone even working on it, really, <laughs> which is uh, the get the game selection isn't bad, but obviously the most obvious ones are in the first one and I haven't copied any of those. They're there's mm. just like a fresh list. There's quite a lot of them. There's some Mega CD games on there as well. I've only actually had one session on it because um, I've been so busy. But, you yeah, know, it's, it's all right. Um, the only issues I had with it were in the, in the two Sonic games, Sonic 3D and Sonic CD, and that's just because they can only seem to play one ring sound effect at a time. Oh, and it's no, really, really it's th- some things like it's really annoying. Yeah, I was like, nope, not playing that <sighs> then. That's really put me off. And I haven't seen anyone else complain about that, but I definitely noticed it in both of them. And also, in the case of Sonic CD... It's got both of the soundtracks on, but if you want the better Japanese and European soundtrack, um, you can play the. It gives you the option of European and American, but if you play the European one, you get it at fifty, you know, PAL speed, which is really kind of stupid.
1: Well, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense
0: because they've got the sixty hertz there. Why don't you just have the same ROM and just swap the soundtracks? You can't. The only the only way of doing it is to go into the menu and change it to to Japan, like the first one. You can change the language to Japan. Everything's in Japanese, but you get the Japanese versions of the games, including Sonic CD, so you'll get the correct soundtrack at 60 uh, hertz, but it's it's a faff. It you've got uh, to that, navigate yeah. the menu in Japanese and it's just not really worth it, to be honest. There's no
1: there's no excuse in, in 2022. No. But, I,
0: I, I thought it was interesting because it's the, actually the first time that the original Mega CD version of Sonic CD has ever been ported anywhere. Usually yeah. we get like the original PC version or the, the you know the question yeah, might Christian have, might have yeah. um, so I was interested in it for that. But if, yeah, um uh, yeah, that's a deal breaker. It is the all, all the other stuff I tried seemed fine, but um, yeah, it's a bit of a boo boo. So yeah, I, I kind of wanted it to to bring it on holiday. Really, you know, I thought it was a nice little thing. If, if I go on holiday, it's a nice little thing. If they've got a TV there, just plug it in, have a little play, and I probably still will, even if I can't hack it and put whatever I want on it. But yeah, I was kind of banking on that to be honest. That was a big part of why I bought.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it will happen eventually. It probably they, will. They've yeah. they just sort of thrown up enough barriers that you know it hasn't been hacked on day one like normal. But I wonder
0: why though, because it's not really a problem, is it for them? If you if it's more of a selling point if you know you can hack it and put whatever you want on it. I know yeah. I know they don't like to encourage that because they like to sell you the same stuff again, but. I mean, you know
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you say It it just gives, you know I mean, Nintendo When they they did the NES Mini Yeah Everyone hacked that to high heaven They did, yeah They didn't, when they they did the Super NES Mini They didn't do any, you know, they left it wide open They knew what people were going to do
0: And that's Nintendo, you'd think they'd be the ones cracking. Because Sega don't normally care about this sort of thing Very much, but yeah, it's surprising really
1: yeah, it's surprising because apparently it's, it, the, the hardware is quite a bit more powerful than the original. Yeah, in order to, to run well, so. CD
0: games, it's probably got a bigger hard drive in there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other thing we've been playing this week as a family is um, Switch Sports, the the sequel to Wii Sports on the Switch. Oh,
2: cool! Yeah, yeah, it's all
0: right. Yeah, it's not bad. It's the same sort of thing, really. It's very simple, but I mean, Alice, my daughter, has absolutely loved it. She's been hooked on it for the last few days. <laughs> which is really nice Um, she loves the tennis mostly but it's got the same sort of games it's got you know golf, tennis it's got badminton um, football it's the little leg strap that you put the joycon in volleyball, things like that and I think they're adding new ones all the time as well Like there's there's, when you look on the map there's at least two spaces that aren't filled yet so I think they're going to put new games in which makes sense because right because right, they're so, such simple games. If you put them all out initially, people, everyone will play them all and then just get bored. So at least this gives yeah. people things to do. And, you know, there's 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 new stuff. There's ways you can customize your avatar and things, and you can unlock new stuff. But yeah, it's good. It's a good little fun family game.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if it it's just Wii Sports sort of repackaged, Wii Sports is fun enough. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, it's good. And the uh, the I was impressed by how well the Joy Cons work with all that. I didn't see any problems with them. You know, they they. Arguably, they work better than the Wii Remote because you don't have the sensor bar issues.
1: Yeah, I I, I like the Joy Cons. I think they're they're really quite underutilized. It's an underuse.
0: Yeah, because the, 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 the there's the one there's a sword fighting one where you you have to um, align it every time you do it by pointing the um, Joy Con at the TV and then you press a button so it knows where your calibration is. But it, when you swing it around, it it's really responsive. It works exactly as you would expect, like a real Sword, you know, so yeah. uh, I used to, there's really been more like you know, on rail shooters and, and things like that, 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 that where you can use like there's House of the Dead, the new House of the Dead, I think, <coughs> uses yeah. it, doesn't it? But there's not many other things like that, not very few, very few games use the Joy Cons in any way, really. No,
1: it, and it's a shame because when you think back, like when it launched, you had one, two Switch, which was you know, all the all kinds of like weird inventive mini games to to use with the Joy Cons. You, you know, it's like doing the, the the 3D rumble, the or whatever they called it. The high, what's it called? The, the rumble they got in there. Is it 3D? Uh,
0: probably, yeah, something like that. You know, the they, <coughs> yeah. these
1: fancy rumble. You yeah. know, we just see how many ice cubes are in a glass and all this yeah. kind of stuff.
0: Literally, no other um, use for that. That's the only thing I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing that's ever
1: used it. <laughs> but then you had that. I can't, I see. We actually like games. You wouldn't believe it from mm. the way I keep forgetting everything about them. <laughs> um, but the one, the cardboard ones.
0: Oh yeah, the um, Labo.
1: Labo, oh, Labo. Yeah. There we go.
0: Yes, because that was supposed to be a really good use of. Uh...
1: Yeah, they had all these like inventive things. You you know you you slot the Joy-Con into this thing, and you you know bits of string, and you. Walk around like a robot and mm. do like a piano, and there's a you know all sorts of weird things that they to you know to take advantage of all these sensors and gyroscopes and whatever in the Joy Cons, but nothing uses them now. They're basically just detachable controllers, and I think it's a, it's a shame to have all this tech that they've crammed in there, and no one's using it. I it's
0: know. a bit I know. Like, Nintendo occasionally use it when they, when they remember that they have all this stuff, but yeah, it's just crazy, isn't that? Labo feels like ages ago, doesn't it?
1: I know. I know. I can't I, I, I can to get it at the time. I don't know now. It, it, it must, must have been be. about
0: 2018, maybe, or something like that. Relatively shortly after the Switch came out, it must have been. Because it feels like it's been ages ago.
1: Let's have a quick
0: look. Because Alice was too young when it came out for us to, to bother with it. Um, she must have been, otherwise we probably would have been more interested in it.
1: Yeah. Nintendo Labo 2018,
0: yeah. Yeah, and they haven't done any any other than Switch Sports. Is, uh, they haven't really done anything else with the with the Joy Cons. It's a shame, really. Yeah. Because they're such sort of fiddly fiddly things, you know. And they they get, they have problems. I had to replace the thumbstick recently in in R One because it does that drifting thing, you know. Oh uh, yeah. They got all sorts of issues with them, you know. People break them easily and stuff. And all that tech in there. And it's just it's mostly gone to waste, really. You might as well just have a regular con- pair of controllers. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, mm. I mean, you can get like, loads of... There's loads of third-party sort of Joy-Con clones. Yes. You know, but none of them have all the, the bits and pieces in there. You know, they're just basic controllers. Mm. But it's like, well, nothing uses it anyway. No. So let's not just get those. <laughs> you might as well, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, not missing anything. You're not
0: <laughs> missing hardly anything, there. No.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, that's cool, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, did you have any news to... S- talk about because I don't have anything at all
1: um there's a the game award so no not I do really.
0: yeah <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened in those really that interested me really
1: uh nothing really it's just all a bunch of sequels really yeah
0: sequels that's all the news ever is, isn't it should we because yeah. we've got a lot to go get on with so we crack on with voodoo vince then should we
1: yeah yeah are we do, Are we doing voodoo vince and then we're doing the, the yeah we'll do the, the v-
0: vince and then the awards yeah okay mm all right, we'll be back in a sec, and we'll talk about Voodoo Vince.
1: Oh, oh wait, 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 wait! Mm. Should we should we do the awards now? No, and then you say no. Should we do the awards now? No. Okay, we'll put a a pin in that for now. Then. <laughs> yes! yes. Yes. That's how it's done.
0: Uh, I thought you were leading me up to do one of your small one. Uh, oh. Jokes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Even better than that. Even better. Right. Oh,
0: it's a big one. <laughs> I did go I listened to that I think that exact video that you were talking about. Oh I love you, it. It's so it's such it's a funny so voice, good. isn't it? It's such a funny voice.
1: I know, I know, I know. It there's a um a YouTuber, uh, do you ever watch um oh I can't remember what it is now, is it uh Vine Sauce? No. Um, Joel on Vine Source, yeah, um, he sounds just like uh, Joel from Vine Source. If you look him up <laughs> on YouTube later, he s- he sounds just like Joel. It's amazing. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll, yeah, we'll be back in a little bit. Bye. The Video Game Book Club.
3: A voodoo doll, a phenomenon known to just a few. That voodoo doll, he jumped out some wacky magic brew, and that's not all. Things are getting so strange since he came round. A hoodoo brawl, there's a mystery taking over town. Just a little fella made of burlap and thread. He looks a little funny with those pins in his head. His cause and effect he isn't really correct, but he still fills the bad guys with dread. Vince, the voodoo doll. You're gonna feel full when he has lunch. A voodoo doll. You're gonna feel bad when he goes crunch against the wall. You should slip, you're gonna take a voodoo fall. He's a hero who's just ten inches tall. Vince the Voodoo Doll.
0: Welcome back. Today we are talking about Voodoo Vince in the book club. In a book club. A book club pick in the book club. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. The thing. So this foodie vince was developed by Beep Industries and And published by (laughs) Microsoft Game Studios for the original Xbox in September 2000, 2000, and this is going terrible, September 2003 in the US, October in Europe, and July 2004 in Japan. Uh, in 2017 a remastered version was created for steam and xbox one published by beep games Um, if you'd rather pick up the original though the asking price is around a tenner so not too bad
1: cheap as chips
0: cheap as chips yeah so this is a 3d platformer in which you play as the titular voodoo vince a voodoo doll brought to life by zombie dust when a couple of henchmen break into the shop of vince's owner madame charmaine in an attempt to steal said dust they also kidnap her, but via a telepathic link, she leads the doll on a, off on a quest to save her from the clutches of carnival owner Cosmo the Inscrutable, who seeks to use the zombie dust to conquer the world. There we go, that's the, that, there we go. That's the synopsis of... That's Voodoo Vents. That's Voodoo Vents. So... <laughs>
1: no, um, what what do you think of it? What did you make of it?
0: I liked it. It was good. Yeah, yeah I was, liked it. Yes. What made you pick this, then? Other I just it thought good. it
1: was... Uh, uh, well, I know we both like uh, sort of uh, old school three d platformer collectathon type things yeah um and it's it's at first glance it looks just like a standard three d platformer that you would get you know ten a penny for the for the the era that it came out in um but I really liked the idea of the, being this voodoo doll um where you've got this gimmick where you build up your voodoo meter and you can uh, you attack the enemies around you by hurting yourself yes. which i thought was a really neat little it's a good a little idea twist. yes yeah.
0: it's like a sort of super move that you build up essentially mm. and you collect uh, these little uh, purple icon things voodoo icons throughout the levels and each one gives you a different uh, way of hurting yourself <laughs> basically um, and they don't really do anything there's no because well, I was a bit confused when I started picking them up. I thought, okay, well, how do I do this one? How do I do this one? But they're sort of randomly picked whenever you do that super move. Yeah. Um. And there's some quite funny ones in there. There was one I wrote in my notes. Uh, I found one that said laxative. <laughs> Did you find that one? <laughs> yeah. And then also in my notes later on, I wrote uh, about uh, a really funny one where like an outhouse falls on him and you hear poo sounds and then everyone dies. <laughs> And then there was only one reviewing my notes that I realised, oh, that's the laxative one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and it's things like, it's usually the basic one, with obviously, where he would stick pins in, his, in himself and then everyone dies.
1: Yeah, or like chuck yourself in a meat grinder yeah, or something. Yeah, things
0: and... like that, just like uh, probably a weight fall on him and stuff like that, just like really sort of. Uh, kind of comedic ways of dying and hurting yourself, and then usually the characters, the, the other enemies, kind of look like that's what's happening to them as well. Yeah, vaguely. Um, vaguely. I don't yeah. know if they bother to do animations for every single enemy doing every single one of those, but it, you, you get, it's close enough from what I could see. Yeah, I did like that. Um, there's there's parts uh, there's other parts where you, as part of the set piece, you kind of hurt yourself. To, to inflict damage on a boss Or uh, the enemies as well um, I kind of felt like This didn't happen off, as often As I would have expected yeah. Like yeah. it seems to be pushing this As it's USP a lot From what I sensed Like that you know you, you, This is a 3D platformer where you hurt yourself in order to hurt enemies And that is true It's not Other than those moves that you do that we just discussed Usually it is normal 3D platforming stuff There's a lot of variety, which we will get to in a minute, loads of variety, but a lot of it doesn't necessarily involve hurting yourself.
1: No. No, I would agree with that. I I was a bit disappointed about how... I wouldn't say how little there is, because there is plenty of the the hurting yourself in there, but it's not as integral to the game. I mean, you do find yourself just using usual you know, run-of-the-mill attacks and punches and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot more than I I would have expected to in a game Mm. that's... The the whole premise is you're a voodoo doll.
0: I almost felt like they wanted to do more of that stuff, but perhaps it was just easier gameplay wise to just do the normal stuff because you've got to yeah. you've got to approach things very differently. I did like it when they did it though. There was a a boss where um you've got a, like a massive two headed alligator and you had to climb to the top of this thing, open the spike trap from below, and jump down it in order to hit to hurt the alligator. Yeah. so there was th- it's it's more like when it happened it was more like a goal to achieve like you had to do something and then hurt yourself and that's how you hurt the enemy which is fair enough you know it was it's still an interesting way of doing it but yeah that's one of the criticisms I would level against it but other you know it, if it didn't you know if it didn't push it push that so much then it would still be a perfectly a, a really good platformer
1: yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think maybe it's one. Yeah, it's one of those ideas that would sound. Maybe it sounded really good on paper. They got a little prototype up and running. Yeah, the the hurt yourself to hurt others thing mm. really works, but for a whole game.
0: Yeah, you need more content. You
1: need. Yeah, you just need something a bit to mix it up a bit, and you you wouldn't want to get to the thing where you're just doing the same animations and the same thing over and over and over and over and over and, exactly. over, and over. So yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, how far did you get on this one? Because it's quite a long and and loads of long game with loads of content in it.
1: It is a very long game. I got further before when I played it on because um, I, I mentioned it ages ago did, on one yeah. of the, the earlier episodes I can't remember how long ago it was now but whenever it came out on I think it was shortly after it did, the remastered one came out on the Xbox One I played it then and I got right I through back then I got through to the bayou I think which is it's not the end but it's pretty close to mm, the end yeah um, I didn't get anywhere near that far this time um
0: No, I got to uh, the third boss, which is the one where you're riding on a rat and you have to dodge the, the holes. I found that really difficult, so I sort of put that down earlier this week and I haven't been back to it.
1: I, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I, I guess it's no secret from what I've already said. I liked the game. I enjoyed it, and mm. I, you know, I I think it's definitely worth playing. Um, I didn't like it enough to see it through to the end. Uh, no. It kind of it it started to wear a bit thin. Not into the characters are charming enough, and yeah. uh, you know everything about it. It's 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 all lovely, but the gameplay and the the platforming and stuff. It started to wear out its welcome a little bit for me personally yeah.
0: before we get to the good stuff in the game I'll I'll also add that I found a bit found the jump and particularly the double jump mechanic to be a bit fiddly it took me a long time to get used to that because it's one of those where you can only double jump while you're sort of moving up, it's very particular about when you can double jump during your jump and I like the freedom of being able to do it whenever the hell I want basically so I've died a lot, falling down a lot of gaps just because I didn't time it properly When I was expecting to, does get a bit easier when you learn that you can do that sort of spinning attack move at the the same time. So it's like a double jump and then B, you know, to 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 swing your arms and you get quite far then. And then you sort of kind of get used to it and it's okay. But it it was caused a fair few frustrations earlier on. Um, But I was really impressed by the variety in the levels. I must say. Oh yeah. You uh, you know there'll be plenty of like linear ones we have to get through the end. But there'll be other sort of more open ones. I, the, I first noticed it in the first world, in the, like the town square level.
1: The town square. Which yeah. I
0: really liked. It's There's a big clock tower, and you can sort of wander around the level freely. It's quite a relatively small space. But there's shops around, and they say they're only open from 8am to 11am, and you have to get onto the top, top of the clock tower, change the time, so that it's yeah. a time when the shop is open, and then you have to go and like do a sequence of things. Like it's... Uh, what was it? You had to... Get the costume, win the costume contest, get money from that to buy a, was it a saxophone or something? It's like a
1: saxophone, trumpet type thing, yeah. And then
0: you need to get jazz lessons, and he comes out in like full jazz <laughs> outfit, <laughs> <laughs> and that's to play. That, that's to like have a jamming session with this skeleton guy who's blocking the gate to the next level. Bones McMurty. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Um, and I really like that level. And yeah. the the variety just keeps coming after that. Um, after that, you go into the world where the turtle lady wants to build a balloon. And you have to go uh, sort of, uh, you can choose which which of the, these sort of mini levels you do in which order. But you have to do different things to get these parts of a balloon. So you'll go in that sort of, what is it, like that laundry ride thing where you just collect the cloth as yeah. you go down, you you hop between like rails. It's like a sort of on rails thing, and then you have to get the gas canister, but it's highly flammable, and you have to avoid all the flame. <laughs> you have to go through this route, <laughs> this flame-filled route, without. If you jump, it'll just drop it, and then it'll explode. So you have to do it without jumping as well. Then you have to go in the rot in like this little airplane and and fly it through this little sequence. And I think later you get to ride on a um, hovercraft. Is there like a hovercraft race later on or things like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a hovercraft yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's loads. I felt like every level there was I was excited to see every level because there's always something different to do. And that's key in any platformer, I think. You need that variety coming in. Um and this one really impressed me in that in that regard. There was always yeah. new stuff to do. Um very good. I, I really. I just
1: love, love the art style of it. I was just well, going to say, it? yeah. Yeah, all the, all the characters and yeah. just the, the, the layouts and the, the just the general art style of it. It's, re- it's just so well done. It's really There was really something
0: nice. about the look and all the characters and everything that reminded me of Psychonauts.
1: Yes. Did you yeah, get that very... same? Fo-
0: I don't know if it's, it's also because they were both Xbox games, but there's that sort of kind of grimy look to it that's a bit yeah. kind of muddy, Um, but there's a lot of sense of humor, a lot of sarcasm. Um, yeah, it could have been. Again, what's the guy who made Psychonet? Ron. Is it Ron Gilbert, or is that.
1: Um, Tim Schafer. Tim
0: Schafer, that's it. Ron Gilbert's the other one who didn't they did Monkey, Monkey Island, Island. Yes, Tim Schafer. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Uh, it, it feels like it could, it could be one of those games that came out of his studio. You know, a bit like um, Costume Quest and things like that. One of those games. Yeah,
1: so, for sure. I mean, we we talk in uh, Bones McMurty the ja- the skeleton jazz musician. Mm. You know, he looks like he's just walked straight off of Grim Fandango or something. Yes, like that, he does. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. He, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very, very sort of double fine Tim Schafer stylings, yeah.
0: isn't it? Yes, double fine is the studio. I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like Vince as well. He's he's really yeah. like he can't really be bothered to do any of this. No,
1: he, he, no, he's not interested at all. Really, he's not
0: bothered. He does it, but he's uh, he's and he sort of points out like video game like tropes and and things like when he's like picking up the stuff that fills up his meter. He says, "Oh, great, more crap." Yeah. <laughs> And he's always making a comment when he comes back to life after dying. It reminded me of a much better version of Bubsy Bobcat. Do you know
1: what I was literally about to say? It's it, it's so interesting how, <laughs> how making, how the charm of a character mm. you could have the same thing in two different games. Like Bubsy, he's always you know, in Bubsy 3D at least, always making comments about, you know, Breaking the fourth wall and saying, you know, oh, yeah. aren't the aren't the game makers fantastic? Oh, yeah, look an extra life and all that kind of stuff. Oh, god, yeah. oh, great god. on you!
0: It does, but he, Vince is kind but of Vince, doing the same thing. But he's I think doing
1: exactly the same shtick. But for some reason, it's it it's works. Funny. It works for yeah. him. I think
0: the writing's probably better. I expect, but, oh yeah, which probably helps. Definitely. But yeah, and he's just a really, really funny-looking little guy, isn't he? He's kind yeah. of—he's got one—he's got one eye that's a button, and another one that's just absolutely massive. This big, long head. He looks really weird as a video game character, but there's there's a certain charm to that that works really well at the same time. I like the music as well. That was very sort of atmospheric, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, particularly in the first world, it was kind of like it reminded me of like sort of prohibition era jazz, kind of yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah, feel. Was, yeah, you know very I mean? sort of jazzy. Yeah. There's something about that. And then, the, like, the other worlds, they're all similarly sort of dark and kind of a bit kind of moody, you know. Like, the third world is a, sort of a kind sort of Egyptian, isn't it? A bit Egyptian yeah. ruins and things. And there's another one in there, a uh, level in there where you have the, the zombies and you have to, like, direct the zombies to the tombs and things, don't you? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a lot else to say about it, really. But No,
1: I mean, it, I just, just got a. I go, you were saying about the hovercraft. I, they're not. I, I can't remember what they were called. I'm saying that. Yeah, it's a hovercraft. It's, I'm trying to remember what they called. They're the things with the big fans on the back.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. But it, is that yeah. a hovercraft or is that something else? I
1: don't know. I don't think they're called hovercraft This isn't really relevant, but <laughs> I, I, it's bugging me what, they, what they're called now. Um, yeah,
0: I think they have a name, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. Ah, they do. what is their name? Um, I'm on. searching for swamp hovercraft. Let's see what yeah. They're appa- oh, apparently they're called airboats.
0: Airboats, that doesn't sound right, does it?
1: That doesn't, does it? Airboat no. is a flat-bottomed watercraft propelled by an aircraft-type propeller and powered by an aircraft or automotive engine. They're commonly used for fishing, bow fishing, hunting and ecotourism.
0: Oh, well, that sounds the right description, but it's not yeah. the right name, no. Common no.
1: means of transportation in marshy or <clears throat> shallow areas. like the areas. Everglades, isn't it? Uh, Everglades, yeah. Mm. There you go. Oh, there, yeah, there we go. Uh, boating is a popular ecotourism attraction in the Florida Everglades. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking about that only fools and horses special where they go to Miami. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I think of when I think of those. Um, but, but yeah, food events. Yeah, um, yeah food I mean,
1: th- there's no. I mean, we can't. There's not much more we can say about it. I, I don't think it's not a game. With no, a, it's just a good, a hugely deep story that you can dissect and discuss. But it's just a really fun, little, charming game.
0: Yeah, there's great characters that you meet along the way as well. I like that, that. That the other thing I wanted to mention is that turtle lady. When you do get in that balloon with her, she realizes that there's no, there's not enough lift, and she has to chuck something out. And there's like the camera moves between Vince and like a load of like. Like comedically heavy things like a bowling ball and like a weight <laughs> and stuff, and he looks back at Vince and knows, and then she chucks Vince out. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like quite a few moments like that that were really yeah. funny. Um, and just Vince's reactions to things. Um, and something else I wanted to say just then, but I've forgotten now. Uh, no, it's gone. But it's gone. oh no, the gas, the the uh, the petrol pump guys at the big near the beginning, oh yeah, like the, yeah. the really sassy, like. <laughs> like New York accent like two petrol pumps and you just you have to be- beat them by setting yourself on fire basically and then they yeah. explode yeah just uh it, it's I'd recommend it because yeah, you know I'd it's quite cheap it. on steam I think um oh i got it for like two quid when it was on i was gonna
1: say if you picked it up when we recommended it last when we mentioned it last show it was like two pound as cheap as anything that's
0: right and it's higher it's definitely worth that it's um, oh for sure yeah yeah if you like 3d platformers that sort of quirky funny games like this it's a no-brainer really it's good just be aware of the jump thing um but it's not a big deal really just get used to it again
1: yeah, you get used to it. It, it. There's, there's definitely some frustration with the, the, the platform inside of things, but there's enough, there's enough good to outweigh the bad. I oh, think. definitely, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Check
0: it out. Good. Okay, <clears throat> right. Before my voice fails me, um, let's crack on with the, uh, the, the big, the big show, the fifth annual Podium Up Awards. I've got my tuxedo on. I don't know about you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Grab a drink. Sit yourself down. We've got an awards show coming up. It's going to be great. <laughs>
2: Pod'em Up Awards
0: Welcome back It is time for the 5th Annual Pod'em Up Awards
1: The 5th Annual Awards
0: I know, that means we've been doing this for 5 years It's mental It's (laughs) mental Five years in May next year, we've been doing this this show. That's that doesn't make sense. Yes. So if you don't know what we're talking about, this is we've done book clubs uh, throughout the year, different games. We've got I think it's nine games that we've got this year. Um, We just go through. We've got several criteria here: graphics, music, level design, etc. Same as last year, Um, and then we just assign a winner and a runner-up. Each of us do that. So. For each of us will assign two points to a winner and one point to a runner-up so there's a total of four points up for grabs in each category and um, we've got a favorite as well and there's a listener award and we add them all up at the end and we find a winner yep um, and it's just the the that's the you know that's the golden child of the year really that's our favorite game so it's a, it's a bit drawn out for what it is really to be fair but you know <laughs> it's a bit of fun
1: shut, shut <laughs> Up. it's streamlined it, it is it's it's the fairest way of doing cool. it
0: yeah. yeah it took us a few years to narrow down the right system but i think we've got it covered now so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, right so this year's nominees are Micro Machines turbo tournament 96 power diggers aka power shovel wwf no mercy fire pro wrestling world kirby in the forgotten land House of the Dead Overkill, Banjo-Kazooie, Stray, Skyblazer, and of course Voodoo Vince. Right, um, so you've got all your votes counted and sorted out, I think it's...
1: I, I've not counted them, you do the count. Well no, no, got... I don't
0: mean counted, but just like, you know, listed, oh, yeah. listed ready, oh, yeah, listed, ready yeah, to fair. go. Okay, so let's kick off as we always do with the first award, which is the Graphics Award. Now, as a reminder, as always, this isn't graphics compared to each other. This is graphics relative to the system that they appear on. So what was your runner-up choice for graphics, Tibbs?
1: Uh, The runner-up choice for graphics I've put as Fire Pro Wrestling World.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Maybe it's not going strictly by the, you know, um, uh, relative to the system Mm. they're on kind of thing. But I really liked the style, the pixel art style, oh, yeah. the animations, yeah. mm-hmm. um, everything like that. I it just really, I think it worked perfectly. I really like the, the 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 pixel art really managed to portray the characters and the movements and the things. It was all very fluid, and it just all worked in a nice cohesive ball of goodness. So yes. I, I, my runner-up is Fireproof.
0: Yeah, good choice. I'd, I'd see that. Yeah, it does have a nice sort of art style to it. it did work, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. Considering the the you know the the challenge they gave themselves of like being able to create your own moves and things in pixel art is is pretty amazing, all the different body parts and things and you can customize them is' kind of crazy actually really it's really
1: what. crazy, yeah, and they, you know like we mentioned at the time, how many you know um custom wrestlers that people have made <laughs> themselves using that engine, yeah, and they look as uh, if
0: they're they're supposed to be there, don't they yeah, yeah. they look mm. you
1: know exactly like you would expect them to look it's mm. just a really yeah it's it's a perfect example of they you know they knew what art style they wanted to go with and yeah, they nailed it every 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 step of the way. So, okay. yeah.
0: Cool. My runner up I've gone for um, Banjo-Kazooie. This is oh, more cool. relative to the N64 rather than the Xbox uh, 360 version. <laughs> but for an N64 game it looks great. You know, it's the lovely sort of textures, lovely uh, kind of models and vibrancy and effects and things. And it's just that you know, it just looked like a great example of an N64 game I thought, so that's why I gave it my my first vote. Yeah. Um so, what was your winner for graphics?
1: My winner for graphics is Stray. Yes, mine too. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was
0: kind um, of a no-brainer for me. Yeah,
1: it was really. Um, it's just, it's just such a nice-looking game.
0: Just that city and all the things they crammed into it—it's just amazing. You go into like someone's apartment, and it just, as we said many times in the episode, I think it just feels lived-in. It just yeah. feels like someone actually exists there. All the loads of t- little details and things—it just blew me away. Really, for a yeah. relatively small team to come up with that it was just incredible. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful looking game. Every every different area, there's so many so many minor details that you know you, you wouldn't expect anyone to put in there. Just to, like you say, just to make it feel lived in, like even even the the apartment block that you go into and the you know the the bar. There's, Oh, there's so much crammed in there and it's mm. just a really nice, it's just it's just gorgeous yeah yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I think okay. that's like you say no brainer I think on that one yeah okay
0: let's move on to the music award so self-explanatory really what, what? game had the best music um, your your runner-up is
1: my runner-up is Voodoo Vince oh okay yeah because I like the the jazzy stylings and i just it's not music I, I i don't might be repeating myself i can't remember if i said this when we were talking about it but it's not music i would listen to outside of the game necessarily mm. it's not something i'd stick on a, an mp3 player and and listen to but i think in terms of fitting the style that it fitting the levels that it was in and yeah. providing the the ambience and the atmosphere um i think it's yeah it's perfect yeah
0: it's a good soundtrack in those terms yeah yeah, yeah it d- does give it a lot of character i did like it as well yeah yeah, my first vote for that goes to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I really like the soundtrack to this. Um, I know, I know when we discussed it, you found it a bit repetitive, but yeah, I,
1: I didn't like it quite as much. But thought, it's, it's, yeah, it's a great soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a really good example of just the platformers soundtrack. There's loads of like catchy tunes in there. I've got the soundtrack down. I, I you know, I've got it in my regular sort of video game music rotation. Um, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I like it. It's just like a great kind of cuddly platformer. Uh, soundtrack lots of catchy tunes and things and that's that's right up my alley so yeah that's why i've gone for that uh so your winner of the music award
1: i wonder if we might have the same on this one i've gone for banjo kazooie Mm -hmm, absolutely yeah
0: fantastic one of my all-time favorite soundtracks yeah yeah it's incredible yeah it's just basically similar for what i was just saying with Kirby. really it's just a great catchy soundtrack like grant Kirkhope is fantastic at that that style, like whenever you hear his music it's got, it's got the same sort of style I don't know how he does it, but it's just like that, that sort of almost nursery rhyme kind of feel to all the songs have but they are just, they get stuck in your head those tunes, they're incredible uh, so yeah, love Banjo because soundtrack
2: Yeah mm. uh,
0: The next award is the Level Design Award, uh, I think we always say that level, you know it could be game design as well, it depends what the game is, but kind of the the structure of the game and, and how it works and the placement the stuff you do in the game really kind of in a basic terms so uh what's your runner-up for that
1: the runner-up for that is rudy vince mm-hmm.
0: same here as well actually
1: yeah because yeah, I, I like i know we 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 talked about the how we felt like the the hurting yourself uh mechanic was a little bit underutilized but i think some of the set pieces and some of the really like the boss fights and um some of the like I said the set piece areas where you hurt yourself and some of the mechanics that you can use for that are just really quite inventive and um like you say the hub world with the um changing the clock tower and just all that kind of stuff it's all it's just all really it just feels really well put together and cohesive and, mm. and just really nice and yeah
0: I like it. i'd add to that just a sheer variety of things to do in yeah. there as well like as i say in every level you're looking forward to doing something different um and it's not every platform that you get that in so it should be celebrated yeah really good job yeah. mm. so your winner for level designers is... uh kirby Ah, uh, yeah
1: yes I just I just enjoyed it. I just really enjoyed it. I like the the, you, the way Kirby's um I can't remember what they called it. The all you can eat power what 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 how did they call
0: it? Uh, oh, it's uh mouthful. Mouthful. Mouthful yeah. abilities. There's some great ideas there. The...
1: Yeah, there's some really great ideas and yeah. um you know how you can approach at different levels with different abilities and uh access different areas by using the different abilities and um yeah, it's just a really a really neat way of exploring the levels and um, um yeah. Uh, I don't know what more I can say. No, it's no, it's, I it's it's Kirby the big big pink one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really good. Um I've actually gone for Banjo Kazooie uh in this one. Oh cool. um yeah. just again, just a sheer variety of, of stuff to do. Really sort of inventive things at the time. I just you know, when I played it originally I just I loved it. And also the theming of the levels as well and things like that and how the characters fit in there too um, everything just feels in a similar way to Stray, sort of lived in and mm. it, it, in a completely different way, you know, in a much more sort of cartoony way. But like the characters that exist in those worlds and the things you have to do there, they felt like, uh, you know, really each world feels like a, a fully fleshed out theme going on that feels completely different from all the other worlds. So that's why I chose. So is it for level design. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's a good choice.
0: Yeah, so the character award is next. This is uh, sort of a representative character from uh, the game that we liked best. So your runner-up for character, please. Uh,
1: Detective Washington from House of the Dead Overkill. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll say now he's my he's my winner of the. Obviously, is he? You see this, actually. He managed to he managed to get it. So we might as well talk about him at the same time. Uh, it's. <laughs> I've never seen such a foul mouthed person in a video game before.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I love it. I just everything he says is gold throughout the whole game. It's just
0: he he makes the game. Well, I know, there's yeah. a lot of funny things in the game, but he's a, a standout memory of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't think of any other other reason than that. Really, he's just. No. It's he's... just his general attitude towards everything <laughs> is <Yeah>. just so <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, just so over the top, needlessly aggressive, yeah. needlessly vulgar. He's
0: the perfect character for that game. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Definitely. So uh okay, my runner up was Kirby.
1: Oh cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's just such a, a lovely, cuddly little fella, isn't he? he he's is. like we said uh, at the time, he's just so so versatile. I think you said, you know, anything, anytime Nintendo wants to do something crazy and got a wacky idea, they'll just bring in Kirby and have him just try it out. Kirby. He's so versatile. Yeah. He's just a big pink ball, and you can get him to do anything, take any shape, you know, do take on any mechanic, and he's just there for you. He's great. he will do, yeah. he will do it all. He's like the odd job man of the video game world. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he and he's just, he's got such a little happy personality to yeah, him as Yeah, he's well.
1: lovely. He's lovely. Yeah. I, I, there's, it's, there's a well-documented phenomenon of him always being given angry eyes when he's on Western releases of games, which is odd. In Japan, he always looks happy and, and, and friendly. Mm. Whenever his games release, not so much with, um, you know, um, Forgotten Land, um, but certainly other the GameCube era games. If you look at the American, <laughs> and US, uh, American and UK box art compared to the Japanese one, they always give him angry eyes. And I think, Kirby's not angry. No. He's not an angry guy. No. He's just a little pink boy. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree with that. Yeah, yeah, He's, um, yes, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, okay, um, all right, so that was my runner up. So, what's your hang on? I've got I've confused myself now. That was my runner up, no, yeah, yeah, that was my
1: that was your runner up because I said Detective Washington, that was and you said that was your <clears> main pick,
0: yeah, so he was my runner up. We've done my main one. Yeah, which is your runner-up. So we need to get your winner now for this, don't we? Yes, I I should do this in order, really, because I just, I just completely ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So your winner of the character award is.
1: My winner of the character award is the little outsider, from Stray, the cat.
0: Oh, the cat! Of course it is. Yeah, I should have known that. Doesn't
1: really have a name.
0: No, he doesn't. He and we don't even know gender for the cat, do we? Really? But the cat, yeah, a lovely little cat. Yeah. Yeah, He's just a lovely cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It's I mean, he's a cat, isn't he? He's, he's, a, cat. he's, he's a cat. That's <laughs> what else can you say? He's a cat. You play as a cat. If you like cats, you're going to like him.
1: Cats. I like cats.
0: Yeah, me too. I like cats. They're
1: lovely. Yeah. Um so, so yeah, it's also I, the I, things
0: you can do as a cat as well, isn't it? Like rub up against people and yeah, you rub up against stuff. The robots, have you a little scratch
1: a furniture. You know, it's great. Yeah, it's great. You have a little nap. Yeah. Very good. There's actually an. Well, I think we. I don't know if we mentioned this. There's an achievement for just napping for like hours. Straight.
0: <laughs> I don't think we did there. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you, you, I, th-
1: I can't remember what it is. It's like six hours or something. You've just got to leave the <laughs> just console. Just leave on the console
0: on, and you get an achievement. I just
1: leave your cat napping. You get an achievement for it. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 cat. I think he's just a lovely little thing. You feel. So much empathy for him, especially when he falls down at the beginning and he's yeah. limping around, and you feel so sorry for the little guy. And then you know, all the things that happen, all his trials and tribulations, and it's all conveyed just through his body language. And because obviously, he can't talk, mm. um, and yeah, but you still, you, you, by the end of the game, you know what his character is, you know what he's like, you know his attitude toward things, and. Well, that's done in a completely non-verbal way, and I think that's a really a really cool a really cool thing. So, yeah, yeah. Little, little well, Cat wins.
0: Well said. Very good. <clears throat> next.
1: Oh, I, oh, I apologise. I've got a little What's bit that? of Windy Pops out. Oh, I
0: thought, I thought you were getting emotional then. Oh, no, <laughs> no. sounded oh, like you oh. were... He's <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> good, that cat. I love him. <laughs> OK, so <laughs> the, the, ch- <laughs> the Charm Award is the next award. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why I, I don't know why it just reminded me of that when we had um yeah. oh, I, I know, forget, what, you're, I know what you're gonna say fix yeah. the, the Vic, dog. Vic. dog, yeah, <laughs> just madness, just's gotta be the all time great moment. it's
0: it is, yeah, I was thinking yes. for our hundredth episode, I'm gonna do like a little like clip montage of some yes. of best moments, and that's gotta be in it, isn't it? it's gotta be. <laughs> Uh, (coughs) right uh, what was I saying Charm Award yeah so Charming Games you know what the score is Uh, what's your runner up Kirby yep as is mine yeah okay Uh, just similar reasons that we've just said for the character I wonder if we should do something about this because the character and Charm Award are always quite closely aligned I wonder if we should something but i'll think about it next year i'll think about next year there's another one coming later that i'm thinking i'm changing as well so we might see some changes next year actually but yeah the charm for now the charm award um, yeah, Kirby. It's fair. Self-explanatory. Same is backroom
1: talk. You don't get this at the Oscars. You don't? you don't get on the Oscars like oh, the winner for best award, best <laughs> you... uh, newcomer Listen, we're gonna get rid of this. Yeah. Award do, do we need anyway. this
0: award? I mean, do we need this? I know we've all done, it. we've all arranged this and everything, and they're all expecting it. But do we really need this? Let's just ditch it. So we let's move well, on we'll on just move on. We just ditch
1: award. it, shall we? Well, <laughs> they're here anyway. They come in right? Okay. The winner is uh, John. He won it. Yeah. Go, right, you can next. have it this
0: year. Next year we're ditching it. Right. Let's <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah.
1: But no, yes, uh, so Charm, runner-up, Kirby.
0: Yeah, all the reasons that we just said for character, really. And yeah. just the general world and the waddle and things like that, you know, it's just a lovely little world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, it is and it isn't really. It's kind of a desolated, lonely sort of world <laughs> well, yeah. that he's gone so into. I suppose,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose when you, when you, you think you it about like it, that. But yeah. it's done
0: in a nice way.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a nice desolated
0: world. Nice desolated world. So we've both done that for our runner-up, so what was your winner?
1: Probably quite predictably, I've gone for the cat again. Yeah, me too, to be honest. Yeah,
0: and again for reasons that we've already discussed, really, both the character and what we're talking about in the graphics. Um, Anything else you wanted to add? No. No, this is it's a lovely, charming game, isn't it? Yeah. So a little bit different innovation. This is uh, any game that impressed us with an innovative feature or idea that you don't normally see. So, what was your runner-up for that?
1: Uh, my runner-up for that uh, for the innovation was Voodoo Oh yeah, okay. Um, because for the, of the yeah, the main mechanic that we've discussed. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You, we've heard we've talked about that already. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so my one was actually Micro Machines Turbo Tournament 96 for oh, okay, its cool. level crea- creator thing for the time yes. on the Mega Drive. I thought that was very impressive. The the sort of the depth of. Um, uh you know course creation and tweaking things um uh, like you said you enjoyed doing that when when we were playing it yeah um it. and also the fact that you could say uh, yeah give you what was it you could get it as a code couldn't you and put it on someone else's game mm. and and bring it in and yeah i thought that was incredible really yeah um yeah, yeah so that was my innovative pick for runner up so what was your winner
1: uh my winner was fire pro wrestling
0: yes same here we we're uh, aligned um, uh, yeah, just, just ridiculous just stuff you can do in that. The
1: depth of it—it's just mind-blowing. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. Just to be able to create a wrestler that responds like he or she really does in the in the ring, and has the ability to create a match that actually plays out realistically with those people doing yeah. the things that they do. Um,
2: uh... Yeah,
1: and the whole like, like we mentioned at the time, like usually you wrest, you know, you get a wrestling game, and it's it's basically a, a fighting game dressed up a bit differently, where you, it's just about getting the the character's energy gauge down enough to pin them. But I love with Fire Pro the the sort of the emphasis on putting on a good wrestling match rather yes. than just wearing down an energy bar and then pinning them. And I yeah, think that's. that's... Really, I think that's a really innovative way of of approaching a wrestling game, so Mm. yeah,
0: and it just separates it from a normal sports game as well, where it's very much you've got to win. This is part of the entertainment aspect where you've got to put on a good show, and it's a wrestling simulator in that sense. It's not about winning necessarily, it's about you know how good a show you can put on, and the idea that people uh, go online. And fight, and they, they they don't try and win. They try and put on a good show. Oh, you know good it's just, show. That's crazy to me. I you know. love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Great. Yeah. So yeah, well deserved four points there for innovation for Fight Pro Wrestling. Um, archetype award. This is the one I'm not sure about keeping, to be honest, because this is the best example of a game in its genre. Hmm. Um, I was, I got my two picks here, but I'm thinking. They're two completely different genres. How is one better than an- another? Do you know what I mean? Like, why does that one deserve the runner-up? And why does that one deserve it the- Because they're both good examples of their genre. So I don't know. I might think about a new award next year. But for yeah. now, again, for now, backroom talk. talk. What was your runner-up uh, pick for Archetype? Uh,
1: the runner-up pick for for Archetype was House of the Dead Overkill.
0: Ah, uh, Yeah, good choice. Because
1: mm-hmm. I just think it's a great example of an on shooter... Um, it's probably my favourite on-rail shooter if I had to name one. Um, yeah. I think yeah. If I was going if someone said to me, "Oh, what? Well, you know, I've never played an on-rail shooter before. Uh, what, what's the best one you can think of to play?" I would say House of the Dead Overkill. Mm. So yeah.
0: certainly the mechanic that we were discussing in the episode, where when you die, your score just gets halved, mm-hmm. so you can kind of keep going, but there keep is going. enough of a penalty there to to you know make you not want to get hit was a really really clever way of of doing it really and sort of mixing playability and and wanting to keep going with yeah and i think with it being challenge
1: with it being designed as a console game from the ground up rather than an arcade port Mm. you don't have you know it's not designed to just keep you put in Money in the machine to keep the you know but keep buying credits over and over again, so you don't get as many of the really cheap sections that you would get in like that's the true, original yeah. House of the Dead. Yes. Um, so I think yeah overall I think it's just a a, a great package to represent that genre. So yeah mm. yeah good choice. good choice good choice.
0: My runner up was um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, um, okay. just because I thought it was just a great example of a three D platformer, um, particularly on the Switch um because i was you know, i've been looking for ages for that sort of thing on from from nintendo um you know just as a, as a proper nintendo platformer and it came in delivered really well so yeah that's why i got my archetype award your winner for it
1: though at uh, the winner i think we've probably got the same banjo kazooie uh
0: no actually oh
1: no actually okay. i've gone for
0: something different but that is a great uh choice
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. If
0: kind of invented again, the genre, really. You know, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's always, what, it's
1: really one of the, the pioneers of, of what we can. You know, when you think of a three D platformer, uh, yeah. You know, Banjo Kazooie sort of writ the book on it. So. Yeah,
0: a um, uh, collect-a-thon take yeah. on it. Anyway, yeah, definitely. Um, yes, good choice. My winner actually was WWF No Mercy.
1: Oh, okay. That's a good show as well. Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's just—I so, mean, it's such so well respected as a wrestling game. And it, other than what we were just saying about fiber Wrestling, where there's a need to uh, put on a good show, this was just a, in term This was more in terms of the sheer amount of options of different types of match you can do, the roster, um, you know, things like that. It's just is it, impressive as a for for what wrestling games try to achieve. They're always they almost seem to be trying to get back to. Uh, Something that's as good as that, and never quite achieving yeah. it. So it, that managed to strike the, the right balance between like, two different things. I can't think of, <laughs> <laughs> but the right balance. Let's just say the right balance. <laughs> um, it's, the the listener award is the award decided by you, the public, on Twitter. Uh, we've been I've been putting out uh, tweets uh, which you can vote on by retweeting and liking, um, if you could be bothered. And we had we have got uh, well we, the top one will get three votes. The middle one will get the, sorry the runner up will get two votes and there's a third runner up which will get one vote. Although in this case there's a there's a tie for the the third place so it's getting half a point each is WWF No Mercy and Fire Pro Wrestling World they get a half a point each. There was a third pick. Uh, the runner-up is Banjo-Kazooie, gets two points, and the winner is Stray, which gets three points. Nice. So thank you very much for voting. Uh, but... The you final... can't say
1: thanks, thanks very much for voting after just being all passive-aggressive with a if you could be bothered. <laughs> That's not very <laughs> nice, is it? That's not going to get people to vote.
0: You no. Got... Well,
1: yeah. th- we don't get many votes. You no, see. we don't. The thing is, so... Know. I, I, I at the same time
0: at the same time I'm thanking those who did bother to vote, but <laughs> chastising those who did not. You know who you are. <laughs> but more important than that, Tibbs, is our is what we dis what we think is our favourite games. Oh, Far yeah. more important. We're the ones who played them. We know the we know more than anyone which of the best games is in this list. So you're similarly these get We've got two runners up here, so we're, uh, the the winner is... <laughs> I'm really struggling to put my words together now. This happens every year, I swear. I just sort of degrade into nonsense. It's excitement. It's it
1: excitement of hosting such a prestigious event.
0: Let me reword it. So there's three points up for grabs from each of us for our absolute favourite game of the year. It's a further two points for the runner-up and one point for a second runner-up. Okay, so your second runner-up, the one that gets one point from you is what game Tibbs?
1: It is House of the Dead Overkill.
0: Okay um, let me just mark that on the thing yeah a yeah, really good game wasn't it just... yeah shoot some <laughs> zombies yeah, uh, and...
1: listen to some, some great dialogue
0: yeah um, just great. a B movie in a game and yeah. it's just ridiculously over the top and very enjoyable indeed uh, my one point uh, uh, was Stray actually um. <laughs> that that still makes it the third best game. It is, I still liked it, but there's a couple more that I liked a bit more. I know I know that I I can tell where Stray is coming for your list. Don't worry about that. So, <laughs> I'll let you <laughs> no, no, talk about on. it when it, when it inevitably gets that's to your you, your you, favorite.
1: You 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 go ahead and explain yourself. Go on.
0: No, I liked it. I just there's oh, a couple go... more games I liked a little bit better. That's all. Oh. Not it's nothing not a mark against stray It was a lovely game with a lovely cat, oh. you know just didn't quite get to the top for me this time um but what what
1: well thanks for joining us on the last episode <laughs> of bottom up uh, it's been a nice forty eight episodes yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: I knew. No, I knew no, this uh, was going to cause tension.
1: Yeah. No, I. I jest. I jest. We. We don't want to repeat the the medieval situation. No, I mean. we
0: don't. No, that that ended badly, didn't it? That was a sour. Oh, that was a sour point.
1: Yeah. Oh, dark times. No. Um. No. That. That's fair. That's, uh, that's. That's a good choice. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're one. No. You give me one point. What's your two points?
1: Uh, my two points is Kirby. Good. Yes.
0: Okay. Two points for Kirby. Yeah. Anything you want to add that you haven't said about it already?
1: Um. No, no, he's, he's he's pink and round. He bounces on the ground. He's Kirby. Pink
0: and round. and bounces on the ground. Hey, they should use that.
1: Yeah, they should, shouldn't mm, they? Great. Yeah.
0: My two points was um, Banjo Kazooie actually. Okay. Yeah, it was between this and another game. Um, obviously, it's one of my favourite games of all time, and it's difficult to decide whether you want to put that as your favourite in a book in this situation or not but I was kind of going by <clears throat> not so much my original experience with it but how much fun I enjoyed replaying it Yeah, um, which I did a lot uh, it was uh, I just, there was lots of things I'd forgotten and I just, yeah, I just it was one of those games where I was just playing it every night and having a great time with it for the reasons I've stated in the episode and earlier this evening it was just, uh, just a lovely characterful game with loads of great gameplay so, <clears throat> yeah it's, it, yeah, yeah good it's good. So, hang on. Have you? This is your final pick now, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I'm getting confused, and I know what it is. Go on, what it is? What is it? I mean, it's obvious. it's obvious, it's power. was going. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> <It's> pa- <laughs> poor power shovel. Poor power i really like power shovel. Yeah, it's a good as game. Well. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, talk about no, it. No,
1: my my choice is straight Yeah, of course it is. Because I just I, I, I like cats and I like that cat and I, I wanted him to find his friends. Yeah. God, God, I'm sad at the end. It's a good game. Though. It's a
0: good game. Yeah. It's, it's a great game. It should it should have been game of the year, really, shouldn't it? In that stupid, it should have stupid been, really. game yeah. awards thing that's trying to yeah. pretend to be. They our tossed game it a award.
1: bone by giving it like best indie game or something. Yeah. Like that's
0: come no. Come on, game of the year, surely. Yeah. What year. did win Game of the Year? Some rubbish or something, wasn't it?
1: I don't know. Probably God of War or something. It was I that. Probably that, was that. Yeah, probably that. It's the sort it's of thing that. It's
0: that or that. That. I can't even think of what it's called now. That Dark Souls sequel thing. Oh, Elden Ring. Oh, it might. I think you're right. Probably I think that. It was Elden Ring. I never yeah. played it. I don't know anything about it, but it's rubbish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes the remainder of the audience.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next month on the book club, Elden Ring. No. Yeah. Um. So you are um, yeah you've done your I'm rubbish at this because you get someone else to do this. You've done your that was your thing. This is my pick now, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So my <laughs> my number one pick is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Okay. Um I had so much fun with this with my daughter particularly. Like she she was really into this game and she loved it. She kept wanting me to play it just sort of watching me play it and it's just that uh, i think more than anything it's a great game it's a really really solid game it's worth being in the top three anyway but i think that more than anything else and just our relationship with the game as well hmm. um has put it as my favorite really because and this it's just it's lots of things as well it's just like the thing the way the bottle D Town builds up as yeah. you as you keep playing and you get more stuff that unlocks and like the little mini games and things and she loves all that um, and the, the additional things and all the levels. Normally, I don't bother with that stuff. This time, I really enjoyed going back and just trying to find all those bottledies, Um, Sort of, even after we talked about it in the in the in the book club, we were still playing it and just going through it. And it's just great charm, great music, great uh, visuals, and things like that. It's just it's it's a really really good game. Um, it's
1: just a really good. It's just, it's just a classic Nintendo game, isn't it? It's exactly yeah. what you you expect from a, a you know a, a first party Nintendo exactly and it's Change. just
0: it just ticks all those boxes mm. right so with that done i'm going to take a uh, surprisingly long time to tally all this up as okay. i always do so yeah. if you could bear with me listeners and i'll sort you. on you and i'll sort all this out all right. Interesting so far. It's interesting. I've, I've counted the votes. Yeah. I'm now gonna order them. <laughs> I've ordered them. I've, I've counted them right, but I've ordered them wrong. Okay. Let me just. Hang on. All right. I've got to get this. I've got to get this all right. One. Uh, there was one year. I think the first year where it didn't actually make a difference on the end, but I realised one of the games I didn't fully count the votes properly, so it it got.
1: You designed this. I know. I
0: designed the system. It got closer to Got sec- uh, cl- closer to winning. That I might as well say it, it was Klonoa I miscounted. Um, uh, Ghost Trick still won but Klonoa was a closer second place than we thought it was initially so yeah just revealing that to you all so I just want to make sure I get this absolutely right and get the order right as well Um, so Why is this so hard? Come on. <laughs> right. Right. I think I've got it. <laughs> right. I will have cut that. Listeners, that took me a stupidly long time to sort that out. Right. <laughs> Okay, hope I got all this right. So in joint tenth place with zero points, and that doesn't mean that they're bad games because they're good games. They're all good games here, but in joint tenth oh, place games. was um, Skyblazer and Power Diggers. They didn't get any points, but we love them anyway. Good games. Skyblazer, good platformer. Power Diggers, just a <coughs> good, good diggers. Sponsored by Diggerland. Don't forget. So you <laughs> don't know, forget that. The seal the quality there. Uh, in eighth place was Micro Machines Turbo Tournament '96 with only one vote. I think it deserved more, really, but you know, it was good. I'm thinking next year, ditch that archetype wa- award and put some sort of fun award. You know, like a game that you had the most fun uh, yeah. with. Because I had a great time. With, I had a great time with a lot of them, but I had a really surprisingly good time just playing like the standard um, uh, head-to-head mode with with the, with the points going back and forth, even against the computer. that was great. So I might do that yeah. next year. Yeah. But, yeah, one point. micro um, Turbo Tournament. In joint... seventh, No, sorry. In seventh place, on its own, is um, WWF No Mercy with two and a half points.
1: Mm. Not bad. It's surprising, but I think it was up against some stiff competition That's, with yeah, Fire Pro. It is a
0: good game, but it's a little bit stiff. Yeah, Fire Pro did better, obviously. Yeah. Um, then, in joint fifth place... Is House of the Dead Overkill and Voodoo Vince, and they've got four points each. Oh, yeah. uh, Wait a minute, Voodoo Vince has got five. Bugger. Oh, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, what did I say? In joint fifth place. Okay. So in sixth place was <laughs> House of the Dead Overkill with four points. In fifth place was Voodoo Vince with five points. There we go. No. 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 In hindsight, I can see that I was right the first time. Both House of the Dead Overkill and Voodoo Vince both have four points each, making them joint fifth place. Uh, I'm so sorry about that. You'll never know. Seamless. In fourth place, with five and a half points, that's lucky, um, is uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World. Okay. okay. Right. Now there's a big jump up for the next three. Okay, obviously, but which order do they fall in? That's the question. In third place. Oh, sorry, honestly, next year I'm gonna do this in a completely different way. I'm gonna computerize it, I'm gonna automate it, I'm gonna click a button and it'll count it all for me because this is just ridiculous. <laughs> right, in a minute, in the recording, I'm about to tell you that there is a clear third and second place. In hindsight, again, that's not completely true. Second and third actually have the same number of points. I counted one point wrong on what I thought was the second place. So these next two games I'm about to tell you actually have the same number of points. They have 13 points each. Please bear that in mind. There is no second and third place. There are two runners up, two second places. In third place was Banjo Kazooie with 13 points. In second place, Was Kirby in the Forgotten Land with fourteen points? In first place oh. was Stray with seventeen points. Well deserved. I did. Th- I thought. I, to I, I, I thought it was, it was was going to go, gonna go
1: sweep, that way. Sweep the awards, but.
0: I. I yeah. Well, they, they, the the two. It's a bit like last year. Actually, it was a bit of a tussle uh, for the, those top three Yeah. Places. I thought it was going to be come down to them. Um, and I thought Stro would probably make it. I wasn't sure the order of the other two, but yeah, I think that's um, I think that's a f- pretty I fair so, way of getting yeah. Looking to the, at the, the bottom the of that, the games I
1: think... we had for that for the year. Um, I think yeah, that, mm. yeah, I think that's a, a rightful three winners. Um, what where did House of the Dead Overkill come?
0: So House of the Dead Overkill came fifth, and that had yeah. Four I was going to
1: say yeah, I would expect I was expecting that to be a close, you know, close runner-up. So yeah, fourth or fifth that seems about right to me
0: fourth or fifth fire pro wrestling yeah. did did well actually uh, particularly in innovation that's where it scooped up those, most of those points got 4 for that which is deserved deservedly. I, yeah. I think that's a
1: good lineup.
0: good lineup good lineup yeah, I mean, Stray. It's just what a game. Oh, I loved yeah. it. I really, um, really. Enjoyed I know. It. I know. I put it as third, but you know, it's still a great, still a great. Get uh, very nothing like else not quite like Stray. there? no, so. no it's, nothing, it's nothing even remotely nothing like remotely Stray. Remotely like
1: it. you know, it's its own. It's just its own little thing. Had a a story it wanted to tell, and it told it in a wonderful way. I wish there would have been a little bit, a little bit of an epilogue, because uh, I wanted a mm. bit more closure than it gave, but. Yeah, I, a a worthy winner.
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, I just love the atmosphere, love the characters. Um, to so much more, char- even more charm than I was sort of expecting it mm. to have. Like particularly from the other characters and the robots yeah. and things. They, you know they were they were really good as well.
1: Yeah, I just really great. I I'm really interested to see what the team does next. To, to be honest, I'm hopefully with the success of Stray you know, they'll have a, a bit more money to play with and a bit bit of a higher budget, get some more people on staff and, you know, come up with... I hope they turn into one of these studios that you can always rely on to come up with something really interesting and, and innovative. So, uh, mm. yeah. I, I
0: Be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, definitely. Okay, there you go. Our winner of the fifth annual Podimov Awards is Stray. So next month, um, this is our 49th episode. Um, it is going to be... We haven't done a Sega Saturn game yet, so this is what I am is picking. We have not done a Sega Saturn game ah, yet. Oh, no. okay. No. So this is a game from Sonic Team. This is going to go one of two ways, isn't it? I was
1: going to say... <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'm going to do the other one at some point, but this time I'm going to do Burning Rangers
1: cool yeah mm, Yes. Yeah. I was expecting you to go the other way but yeah yes. okay
0: well yeah. I'll do that at some point but hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah Burning Rangers I um, we've talked about this a few times or at yeah. least a couple of times Are You uh, do you own this no you don't own it but um, you've got a means of playing it on a Saturn yeah. or with your fancy pants um, Steam Deck I, I bet you could get a lovely Sega Saturn emulator running on that Probably anyway. could. and it's yeah. uh, that's what I'm going to play on too, and it runs perfectly fine from what I did a little play uh, the other day um yeah yes, uh sci fi firefighting isn't it um yeah, yeah i bought i didn't uh, i own it and I bought it in about two thousand and five for like twenty five quid um <laughs> <to> steel <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah wow uh and I played it at the time, but I haven't really played it much since then, so it'd be interesting to see uh how it holds up
1: I'm just having a quick look let see how much it's going for at the moment oh uh... <laughs> It is the PAL version, is it? Uh, yeah,
0: mine is it. Yeah. Two hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Blimey, seriously? Yeah.
1: Yeah, two hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Uh, okay. else Don't don't tell anything? my
0: wife that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, two hundred
0: and seventy pounds. Oh, blimey. Uh, 1, I, think about,
1: uh, I think it was yeah.
0: about. I think it was about a hundred when I looked, maybe two or three years ago. So it's obviously creeped up a lot. Then it's one of those. Yeah. Well, well, as things. is
1: always the case. So if you if you can speak Japanese, you could pick it up for a nice sixty quid.
0: Yeah, I think um, I I've heard this. It, it, unless you can speak Jap there is because um, you get a lot of dialogue in that game telling you where to go. Yeah. And I think you kind of need it. <laughs> so yeah. you might be a bit stuck if you don't speak Japanese. That's the only thing about that. Mm. Anyway, we'll discuss all that next time.
1: Yeah. It's quite interesting I'm looking at the Japanese one, it comes with like a little mini CD as well. What's that? Is
0: oh, it like a uh, music? Is it? Or... Oh,
1: yeah, Burning Rangers theme song CD. Okay, yeah, and a little, little you know, eight centimeter CD. That's so interesting, yeah. But there you go, uh, yeah. So, um, play it however you can. Um, no one's going to judge you if you don't spend we don't judge here. Yeah,
0: we're not asking you to do that. No. Nope. Don't don't do that. Uh, Yes, yes. Saturn emulates very well these days. So do that, or you can play it on a Saturn with a thingy in it. Can't you? Your little thing that goes in the back and your flash thing, whatever it's called. I don't know. It's too late. I'm tired. Figure it out anyway. Go and look it up. Right. Um, Also, uh, episode fifty is coming up soon, and I might as well let's let's announce this now. We are going to celebrate episode fifty. By playing a game that is a sequel to a game that we have already done. Um, but we don't know what game that is yet, though, do we, Tibbs? No. We're going to pick. Uh, we haven't quite figured out how we're going to pick, but we're going to, like, he's going to throw some suggestions, I'm going to throw some suggestions, and we'll get some sort of randomizing thing and we'll pick. Uh, but yes, the, the key uh, component to that it will be a sequel to something we've already played. So it'll be interesting to compare and contrast. So that's going to be episode 50.
1: I will tell you one of the. the, the can I tell you one of the games I'm going to throw into the ring?
0: Yeah, world exclusive, go on.
1: Yeah. Overblood too.
0: <laughs> you actually yes, are, are you? Yeah. I mean I was thinking about doing that, but I thought that <laughs> you wouldn't want to do you wouldn't want to risk playing that.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. They I'm not for, they can't, I'm up for they can't all 2. I'm not for overblood too. You know, triple A winners. You know, no. you've, got to, you've got to have a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a A little bit of
0: spice it. in there, yeah. yeah exactly. I think that would be really funny if we <laughs> if we ended up playing Over Blood Two. <laughs> Perhaps we should just do that anyway and ditch the others. Okay, fantastic. Right. I'm looking forward to maybe playing Over Blood Two. Yeah, great. Okay. Um yeah, so that's that. Episode 49's Burning Ranges next month in January. In February we're doing episode fifty. Uh, in episode 51 we're hoping to get a guest on as well aren't we yeah. but we'll leave that later on but we're hoping to get a guest on for 51 if, it's, um, if he's available so um, some things there if you want to contact us we are on uh, podumup at gmail.com uh, on twitter it's still there you know still still hasn't, hasn't fallen that. apart as, as people were saying it's going to desperately trying to um, get <laughs> people to jump onto other social platforms to keep their followers but you know Still there, you can follow us at, uh, at PodemUp, um, and PodemUp Live is our website where you can see all our past episodes. A couple of things I wanted to mention here: we're now on Amazon Alexa. If oh, you ask, okay. yeah, uh, that was happened a couple of months ago. Uh, if you ask, and I've tried it and it works. If you ask your 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 helpful friend in the corner there to play the PodemUp podcast; she will happily oblige. I think. Uh, I've noticed recently that accounts for quite a lot of our recent listenership in our stats. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's because people are asking for something else and Alexa is bringing us bringing them us. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> do know what I we mean? should do? Yes. Right. Official Pollum up ringtone and the ringtone will just be us saying, "Alexa, play Pollum up podcast." and then whenever someone's in public or they're around someone's house, <laughs> someone rings them, bam. Instant listeners.
0: Instant listeners, yes. Genius. Yeah, so we're getting quite a few hits on the last couple of episodes, but I don't know if it's because of that. So I was wondering if it's worth... I keep trying to get listeners to get in touch with us, um, and you don't always. Sometimes you do, but you don't. So I, want, I, I kind of want to know who's a regular listener how long have you been listening to us and what do you listen to us on right so if you get in touch with us via email or twitter tell us that i'll I'll make a nice list of people and if you want i've got a like we we're talking before we, when you were going through all your old backlog of steam codes on your humble bundle i've got a load you can have one if you want if you do that for us i'll give you a steam free steam code how about that Oh, can't well, can't, I can't guarantee it. Can't guarantee it's a particularly good game, but you know you can have it nonetheless. You
1: can guarantee it will be a particularly good game.
0: Yeah, I could guarantee it. There's still a few Sonic games in there that I've already got that I tried to give away years ago, and I think in our first bottom-up awards that I think a couple of people took me up on, but they're still sitting there, so you can have some say, of those.
1: Li- listen, don't say I don't think I got some codes I literally couldn't give away. It's, <laughs> it's really going to bring bring the, the crowd? So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that was when we had a few piddly people listening. Now we've got, you know, all of these people listening on Alexa, you know. Yeah. So uh, they'll be coming in in floods, you know, to to get one of my Steam codes. So I don't know what else I've got. I haven't looked, to be honest. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't good enough for me to (laughs) to put in my library, but it might be something that's right up your street. You never know. Your Steam
1: codes bring all the boys to the yard.
0: Yeah. If you get in touch and uh, tell us uh seriously if you if you've been listening for a while however long you've been listening roughly uh what you listen to us on um anything else you want to tell us about what you think of the show with suggestions and things that'd be great but yeah if you can do that i'd love to hear from you um and yeah you can have a free steam code so you know do it not like will... you
1: gave us a bad review on apple though
0: no not him no no, oh, that, not, unless, not unless the one-star one. Yeah, I looked at that the other day. It's still sitting at one five-star and one <laughs> one-star. So that's another thing. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called, give us um, give us a five-star, ideally, but give us a rating, you know, and just try and get that average up a bit higher. That would be good.
1: <laughs> even, if you think, even if you think the show's rubbish, give us a five-star. Give us a five-star. And then star. say we're rubbish in the comment.
0: Yeah, if you want, yeah. As long as it gets that five-star, yeah. you know, because that gets us a bit more... Uh, Views, does not it? I think. Yeah. yeah. So there's some stuff there for you to do. Go away and do that. Um, oh, I also—I <laughs> just wrote this, wrote this down because it was a funny idea. Um, the idea that people are asking for something on Alexa and getting us. I like the idea that the first thing they will hear is our recent, most, you know, our most recent episode is us doing bad toad impressions. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like, "What the hell is this? <laughs>
1: What's come wrong with the Alexa?" <laughs>
0: she was working fine earlier
1: (laughs) she's gone wrong
0: she's gone crazy right um i think that's all i wanted to say unless you got something else to say Uh,
1: i think you've covered it all
0: yeah okay well it's getting late now and i've lost all coherence so um yeah uh thanks for tuning in it's been another year anyway another year of bottom up we've got a a new season six of sorts next year lots of lovely new games coming up to talk about, Um, and yeah, it's uh, nearly 50 episodes, Tibbs, I can't really Believe it, to be honest. I know that is that is that is kind you know, of mental, really.
1: It is mental. I mean, we we've said this at various points throughout the show, like yeah, you know, I think usually on
0: a it, on an end of year episode, but yeah,
1: yeah, usually or you know, like we've done it like episode like twenty and then twenty five and then yes, thirty two. But like when we started it, I really don't think that either of us expected that like five years later we'd still be
0: no, I don't think still so. be
1: sort of cracking on at it, so. That's no, yeah. Really, really
0: yeah, it's pretty I mean I think we should be proud of ourselves for that. I mean not all podcasts last that long. No. Really. Most no. probably don't to be honest in terms of you know the, the sheer numbers of them. So um yeah, I think I I think we we put out a pretty good product really. Um
1: well, I like to think so. I like to think so. Ad three do it just Ad-free. for the love of the yeah.
0: game. We'll you know? never do ads and things. Probably won't do a Patreon and stuff like that because you know it's just nice and simple, isn't it? We just put a podcast out, you listen to it, you know, um and we do our best really so yeah if you um if you like us do get in touch tell us you know we'd love to hear it if you don't like us do get in touch tell us what we can improve on you know uh we'd love to hear from you seriously we would so uh yeah um christmas just around the corner so we'll go away and enjoy that i'll try and get this episode out before then um so have a lovely christmas everyone lovely holiday period and yeah we'll see you next year thank you very much Bye bye bye